Dread King Logan, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Edge. And if you're not, you're a peon. Take a knee and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Edge. I am your host, The Dan Brewer. I'm here with my tag team partner, Del Dangerous, aka B Mac, aka B Money, aka BH. A.K.A. The Chosen One, Mr. A.K.A. Bernard, how are you? I'm doing great, Denim Mac. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Um, before we get into, uh, we're at, at a nice location here. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into that, where can we find you, Bernard? You can find me at Bernard Hurd on Facebook. You can find us at Pro Wrestling Edge on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PWEPod. And you can find us at, and if you want to email us, you can go Pro Wrestling Edge at uh, pwepod at gmail.com. You can find me at Dan Brewer on Facebook and The Dan Brewer on Twitter and Instagram. Like Bernard said, at pwepod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can hear us at Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, wherever you can get your podcasts. Um, like I said, we're at a special place today. Absolutely. I'm very excited and I'm very humble to be here. I am too. We are at the House of Truth. Wrestling School. Um, we are being joined by Truth Martini and Matt Irish Amen. Gentlemen, how are you? I am doing really good. You know, I've never heard a guy with so many nicknames as yours. That's incredible. He reminds me of Apollo Creed from Rocky. Just tons of nicknames. That's great. I think you need like four more, though. I think that's where Dan O'Matt got the inspiration from. Yeah, I kind of I stole uh, Zack Ryder's thunder on his uh, AKA $1,000 broski, AKA the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting. So right. I kind of stole right. that. And uh, what about you, Matt? I shame and how are Dude, you tonight? I'm doing excellent. Glad to be here. So you invited us out here, and like I said, we appreciate it. You allowed us to watch and observe class, watch you in action on, on what you do. Right. Um, but there's a reason why you brought us here. Correct. Yeah, we just got done with four hours of training. Again, we're here Monday through Thursday, 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. And... Uh, Actually, I was happy that you guys came to check it out because, you know, there's a lot of wrestling fans out there. They always want to know what it takes and what goes behind the scenes. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed yourself. Absolutely. It was definitely an honor and a privilege to be here to actually uh, witness that. You know, I, I was telling them the whole way here, I was like, wow, I'm getting to go see one of my heroes in wrestling. I always, I never wanted to be in the ring, you know, I'm... Um, I always liked the storytelling and, and, and trying to um, make matches and things like that. But I never wanted to get in the ring and take the bumps. You know, I'm going to be 40 this year. And I thought, I was sitting here and I was like, not even 10 years ago I could do what these guys were doing here tonight. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, to see you in action was, was, was the, you know, a, a complete dream come true because, you know, you've been... You, you've wrestled insane championship wrestling, Juggalo championship or, or Juggalo championship wrestling, independent wrestling revolution, all American wrestling. Your many years in Ring of Honor um, transitioned. You had your House of Truth stable. Um, some of the names that you've mentored along the way: Roderick Strong, Michael Elgin, Rhino, uh, Matt Taven, Donovan Dijak, Dominic Dijakovic. Right, right. Um, right. Jay Lethal, you know, last night as we record this was uh, TakeOver Portland and 
Roderick Strong and Donovan Dijak, or Dominic Dijakovic. I'm still going to refer to him. <laughs> to me, he's always going to be uh, Donovan Dijak. But, um, you know, some of the guys that you really took under your wing were, were on a WWE pay-per-view. Right. And uh, Dijakovic came this close um, to winning that uh, North American title. But uh, So a time came where you, you transitioned from the ring and you went into the mentoring, and then House of Truth, you know, wrestling school came about. Tell us a little bit about House of Truth Wrestling School and how your passion and desire to mentor and train people brought you to where we're at now. Right. Actually, uh, it kind of happened by accident. Okay. And what I mean by that is uh, it was 2001, and I was just going to train at... uh, Thunderzone Wrestling. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that's the name from the past. Thunderzone Wrestling. It was in Livonia, Michigan. And I was just going to train there. Uh, I was only three years in at that time. And uh, the one day I was there, the trainer didn't show up. And then the owner of the place, uh, he, he just asked me, he said, hey, would you like to take over class? And I was just like... I never trained anybody before, but all I did was just go back to what uh, Al Snow taught me. Because when I was training at um, Body Slammers Wrestling School, I mean, I was, I mean, as they say, a student of the game. Like, you know, I was taking notes 24-7. That's all I did, eat, breathe, sleep, wrestling, wrestling on my mind. So all I did was pretty much just doing my own imitation of Al Snow. It's like, well, if he was here, what would he show them? And uh, that, that's what I did. And then next thing I know, he was like, hey, uh, actually, the students want to be trained by you. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then uh, I did that for a couple of years, and they were paying me a whopping $40 a week to <laughs> oh, do it. wow. <laughs> but I did it, and I loved it, and I loved it. And actually, in my first class there, that's where I met Zach Gowan. And Zach Allen was in that very first class. And I remember, uh, just like it was yesterday, um, as soon as I saw Zach, I was just like, hey, this guy is money. I mean, he's like a one-legged wrestler. Like, where has anybody, nobody's ever seen that before. But I had to humble him real quick and not let him know that he was going to be the superstar because I didn't want to had I didn't want him to get like a big head and a big ego and not learn everything that we're supposed to be learning. And it was great. Nine months after Zach Allen's training, he got signed to the WWE, and that was incredible. And that was incredible. And then uh, just uh, a couple years went by, and then I actually. Uh, partner together with Brian Shotwell. You guys are familiar with him? I am. I actually went to school with Brian Shotwell. Are you, like, you went to high school? With yeah, him? I went to high school. Awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So so we got together with Brian Shotwell and we decided to open up our own school together. And then we did that and uh, great guys came out of that. Like uh, uh, Whiplash. Uh, Andrew. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, no, what, what, what does he call himself now? Alexander. Uh, he, he's even doing a lot of stuff for NXT right now. Uh, come on, help me out here, guys. I mean, I it just I'm I, drawing a blank right he, with you. He, like you know, he's, he's one of my kids. I you know, he always he always started as Whiplash, but uh, I know it's something Alexander, but I'm forgetting his name. But you know, he's a great talent. The Scarboni brothers, 
Also, that was with me and Shotwell. And then 2005 rolled around because the school was in Monroe. Yeah. And that was kind of like a little hike for me at the time. And I kind of, you know, I guess I didn't want to make that drive every day. And then a, a nice opportunity opened up where I found a building in Detroit. And then that's when in 2005 I officially opened up by myself. The owner and head trainer, that's when I opened up the official first school of the House of Truth. That was nice. in 2005, yeah. And you've been going ever since? Ever since. Uh, no time off. Monday through, Thursday, Monday through Thursday, four days a week, four hours a day. And all that left open was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And guess where I was then? Doing wrestling shows. That's right. Wrestling. So it was, it was seven days a week for me. Seven days. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't. And you're still doing seven days a week. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> still, still doing seven days a week. Still but going strong. But uh, it's a great thing because I love it. I love it when I see my students, you know, going on and accomplishing their dreams and doing what they love to do, you know. Just to know I had a hand in that, you know, just to... Uh, Set them off in the right direction, you know, because here at the House of Truth, what you learn is a foundation. You know, you learn uh, because if the foundation is rocky, no matter what you put on top of that foundation, it's going to collapse. Yeah. That's just how it works. And then, you know, we learn a foundation here, all the things you need to know. And when I say need to know, it's, and I'm speaking about the basics, but I don't want to people to misunderstand what the basics mean do you need to know a moonsault no do you need to know a 450 no but you better sure like no you have to know how to sell you have to know the ring position you got to know how not to hurt somebody else for goodness sake because for instance like you know what a body slam looks like yes. right yes and understand the question if you wanted to could you drop me on my head and break my neck if you wanted to? Well, yeah. That's right. That's right. So what wrestling is, we are literally, literally giving our lives into each other's hands. And that's why the Brotherhood of Wrestling is so tight. And that's why any of these wrestlers you meet, that's why they're so like humble and polite because we know what's on the line and that is our livelihood. Yes. Absolutely. You know, you invited us here for a reason, and, and our listeners know because I've been talking about your shows coming up, uh, especially the one uh, next month in March. But uh, t talk to us a little bit about um, the reason for bringing us here tonight. Right, right. Uh, it's coming, guys. City Championship Wrestling. I mean, that, that's been a dream of mine and actually Mad Irish Amons for a very, very long time. And I kind of like the name because, you know, anybody that's, uh, that grew up in the hood, like me and Amon, CCW means carrying concealed weapon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think the name is Gritty City, you know? And... Uh, and uh, this is the first company that is connected to the House of Truth Pro Wrestling School. So on March 22nd in Hamtramck, Michigan at the Composite Hall, 
The House of Truth Wrestling School presents City Championship Wrestling. And I'll tell you what, I am so, so, so excited. Because also what this company is going to do, it's going to give a platform for all the students that come out of school to get work. And what I'm super excited about is the return. The long-awaited return <laughs> of Mad Irish Amen. So, Mad Irish Amen, um, you've been out of wrestling for a while probably 11 years 11 years so our listeners probably don't have a good idea of what is mad irish aim and who he is can you can you talk a little bit about your career and and um well pretty much um when i first started i always was a big longtime fan of wrestling always loved it you know it was one of my passions you know the wrestling was everything to me I'm one of those guys that pretty much Watched it 24-7. And um, I went down to Texas originally. So I went down there to work with Chris Adams. Gentleman Chris Adams, yes. if you guys are familiar with Yes, him. I am. I took some lessons with him. He trained us in this old beat-up boxing ring. <laughs> it was pretty much like a money grab, it felt like to me. You know, come on in, I'll toss you all over the place, blow your back out, and go home. And I had got back home, and uh, Martin had um, went down to Body Slammers, went down and got trained and stuff, and they started working. And I was kind of in and out of it because... My real lifelong passion was powerlifting. Okay. I, I was a powerlifting fanatic. In high school, you know, three straight years in a row, I triple crowned. I won the bench, squat, deadlift. To this day, none of the records are broken in my hometown. That's awesome. To this oh, wow. day. That's awesome. So that was my number one passion. As, of course, truth can tell you, people would be out partying. I was in my attic training eight, nine o'clock at night doing shoulder shrugs for no reason at all. <laughs> like a maniac. <laughs> like a maniac. I, mean, I was jacked. You know what I mean? I, at 18 years old, you know, I'm throwing around 400 something pounds on the bench like it was nothing to me. I used to warm up with 315. So they were getting into the wrestling. They were getting it going. Started working with Martin a little bit. Where could I go? He put me with Canadian Destroyer for a while. If you guys are familiar with him. Doug Chevalier, yeah, the yes, story. yes. So, yep, go ahead, Mark. For no, I was, no, I was just going to say the the, the 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 very famous move, the Canadian Destroyer, was named after him. We, we interviewed Frogun, I believe. Uh, f- uh, yeah, he had a hand in Frogun's, you know, early yeah. training. Right. Yep. So I used to go down there, and it was what was it, Monroe? Yeah. We used to go down in Monroe, and uh, Doug would, you know put me through some stuff and every once in a while he liked to just go in the ring and just stretch me out and <laughs> rough me up a little bit and like a lot of my learning in the business was just being around you know truth being around the boys like I was kind of like never had that whole full training in a row class or anything like they've been through mine was bits and pieces here there 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 and there and uh I just had these ideas in my head I wanted to have a Hamtramck show I wanted to have you know come back to my hometown wrestle in front of my you know the people everybody I grew up with and stuff and it just all came together. I hooked up with, uh, what was it at the time, IWF, A.T. Huck and those guys? Insane Wrestling yep. Federation. And if you yeah. guys go online yeah. and you watch that show, it showed, it's just, Hamtramck crowds are always electric because they weren't pure wrestling fans, but they were friends of ours, people that knew us and stuff like that, and to have that there was just excitement you couldn't explain. So I went through IWF, did some shows with Huck, did some shows with Section 8, different other little promotions. So my matches were far and few between. You know, it, it, it was... Here, there, 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 there. It wasn't like, you know, I never had that vision where I want to be, you know, to the Fed. I want to go make it to the big time. I never wanted, that was never me. That was, okay. you know, because my love was in the weight room, mostly. And the wrestling part of it was kind of secondary to it all. Okay. But the character part of Mad Irish Eamon to me was always, because I'm Irish, of course. And when I put him together, 
everybody puts together a character. And when I put my character together, I, I wanted it to be all about the pride, the nationality. I wanted that whole, you know, that whole effect of the, you know, when you saw that character, you saw the present, you know, the, the presence of it. You saw the Irish kilt that I wore. You saw the face paint that I wore, you know. So it was always more real for me on that aspect. Like okay. Before I would go out to the ring, I had a little bit of that Goldberg syndrome where it was like, for a minute there, I just would fall into who that person was. I would just transcend into that character. So whenever I tell people, hey, you know, he's always with me. He's always around the corner. He can always come around. It's like a second person. I'm talking about somebody else. You know, third person is there, I mean. So, you know, doing this again, is, it's, it means a lot to me. And wanting to do the promotion with Truth is a lot because this is something we talked about probably 12 years ago. Wow. Oh, and wow. it just never fell into place. And now is the time where it's fallen into place. Because sometimes you want things to happen now, yeah. and they don't happen. And you sit there and you go, well, why didn't this happen? Why isn't this going on? Why isn't this working? Because it's not the time. But right now it's the time. Yeah, I've learned with podcasting that you just got to be patient. Yeah, patience was one of my biggest things I was never good at. <laughs> like, I want it now. Why is it not happening yeah. right now? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's so, pretty much the gist of it. So you guys have talked about coming back to the hometown for a long time. <laughs> Tell me how important this is to you. And, and I, I don't even want... To know from a wrestling perspective, just how important is this to you guys to go back to your home city and in front of your your family and your friends and and and, and the wrestling and fans give them too? A show. I love the independent fans. I mean, I I was away 11, 12 years. Started going back to shows, taking my little kids with me, introducing them to the business, and they're still there. Those fans that were there in that time were still going. I said, "Wow, this is great." You know, it's just such that crowd, especially with Michigan Independent Wrestling. Right. Like, for me, uh, you know, I grew up my whole life in Hamtramck. I only left Hamtramck three years ago. You know, now I'm in the Sterling Heights area. Nothing against Sterling Heights, but, you know, I kind of want to go back to Hamtramck. (laughs) We were talking about that one day. Like, hey, man, let's just get Hamtramck again. Right, right. Like, I'm ready to move back to Hamtramck, to be honest, because, like, the Hamtramck people is such a close-knit uh, group of people. Like, everybody knows each other. Yeah. You know, you walk down the street, you say hi. Like, like, you know, people actually talk to their neighbors. And you're just walking down the street. Next thing you know, you're on somebody's porch, just, you yeah. know, having a few cigarettes, drinking a couple of <laughs> beers. And... Uh, Everybody has a little screw loose. In them. <laughs> I mean, well, you put it this way: you got when we were in high school there. When we were in high school there. You're, it's two square miles. So picture two square miles mm-hmm. in the middle of Detroit. And our high school probably had what about forty different languages? Right, right. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine we were in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the most bars in a condensed area. 148 <laughs> bars in two square miles. 148 okay. in two square miles. Well, let, me, let me continue. That's <laughs> not exaggeration. <laughs> this is no exaggeration. So you, you take that, right? And you put all these people together from all different walks of life, and you're going to have them coexist in this little place surrounded by Detroit. And I always considered Hamtramck, where you had so many different ethnicities, but like we were our own kind. Like it was like you know what I mean. No matter what, if he was Albanian or this guy was Irish or this guy was Polish, African American, it was still we were Hamtramckans. Like we were like our own breed. Like you have cities where you have, you know, like you grew up in Monroe, right? Yes. Did I you did. have the local tough guy in Monroe? Did we? Yeah. Did you have like a t- local guy that was just known to just be a tough guy? Well, the, uh, the the local guy that everybody thought was a tough guy was Bronco McCart. Okay. You know. 
Uh, okay, so put it this way: in Hamtramck, every other house was the local was, tough guy. Was the local tough like guy? Like everybody <laughs> in the city could go at any given time, anywhere. It was that type of environment. So going back there, it's special to us because I've never. I mean, he's wrestled for Ring of Honor. He's been on big shows and stuff like that. But anywhere I've been to any promotion I've ever been, there's never the feel like when a Hamtramck crowd is hot, jacked, and ready to go. It's just something special about it. And to go back there all these years later, it's like I even think about it now, I get goosebumps. There's guys that have been on the shows back then that I talked to that still go on about, wow, what, those were the best crowds. You know, the feeling was always electric. You know, it's just something about that. You know, I don't get back down to Monroe often because I'm downriver now. But uh, those few instances that I do get down there, you know, it's just it still feels like home. It's always home. So, so I I know the feeling that you're talking about. It's always home down there. It's always like whether it's changed, whether many people have moved and moved on with their lives, they're still attached. If we're online, we're on social media, we're all still attached to that city because that city was like an upbringing you can't explain. Definitely. It was a different life for us, you know. I mean, I, I was seven, eight years old, and he can vouch for it. I could go into a party store and play my dad's numbers and buy a pack of cigarettes and go back home and take it to him with no problem whatsoever. Yeah, at seven years, seven old. years old <laughs> wasn't abnormal. That's a uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I've so been... you, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. Man. No, no, you're, you're, good. Good. you're good. But you're talking about a city that's like Martin said. Hey, you can be walking down the street, have a cigarette, share a couple beers. But you're talking about a city that's just a real. It's a real, real tough city, man. It always was. I mean, you grew up hard there, but you grew up with that brotherhood there, too. You know? It wasn't always the easiest thing, but it was the best thing. I wouldn't ever change it for anything. I remember it was really funny. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs, you guys are familiar with him, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, he was the best man at my wedding. You know, we're super, super tight. Uh, and anytime somebody down-talked Hamtramck, He'd always do this impersonation of me because this girl <laughs> talked down about Hamtramck. And I was like, what? The Pope! The Pope was in Hamtramck. We had t-shirts that said, I went to Rome to see the Pope, but he was in Hamtramck. And I was like, the president! The president came to visit yeah, Hamtramck. Bush, Bush was down there chilling. Bush was down there. I mean, like, like yeah. like I, I mean, I, I literally love the city of Hamtramck. Yeah. And with this show coming up on March 22nd, and I know it's gonna feel like a high school reunion. I hope it does. Everybody's gonna come out. They're they're gonna come out and they want to see the return of Mad Irish Eamon. They want to see Truth Martini yes. come back because they were always super supportive. And that's the thing. And that's what he was talking about. It's like a family. It's a family. And I'm just like super super excited about it. I mean, even for the show, like you know, the ring announcer for my match, I made sure it was a hometown girl that's gonna ring announce it. That's somebody that we went to school with named Leanne, and I. Made sure it's all hometown for that night. I want it to be that way. I want it to have that feeling, you know, because it is a brotherhood, 100%. No matter what, if you're from Hamtramck, whether you got along or you didn't get along, if you're in another city dealing with some people, <laughs> everybody stuck together. That night, those things were forgotten. Uh-huh. You guys are from Hamtramck. We're going to stick together. And 100% of the time, we came out on top. Right. I always would say this. You ever see that movie, The 300? Yeah, and the yes, Persians yes, can never break yes, through. Yes. Give me twenty Albanians of my choice and Jason Midlow, <laughs> and I'll sit there and watch. And I guarantee we'll break through. And that's just a local guy that's like was a real tough guy. I mean, it's just the type of people that were there, you know. But at the same time, they would give you the shirt off their back, man. If you were good to them, people there would do anything for you. Everybody helped everybody out. That's awesome. Yeah, that 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 is definitely. I've 
younger. I grew up in Detroit. Yeah. And what I'm, part? Uh, well, my mother is from Southwest, so that's great and all of that. You area. want to have a funny thing there? My dad, I live with in Hamtramck. Mm-hmm. My mother lived over on Werner and Morrell. Oh, so I was living, I was back and forth between Southwest so and Hamtramck. Morrell Street. Yeah, Morrell. Yep. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah, there was, that was a great area. And I think we started in West Warren, but we kind of grew up over there. And my dad, they're actually from the Dexter area. So I remember Malcolm and all those guys and right. seeing them. They stayed right down the street from my grandmother. So I remember um, all of those, seeing all of them all the time. And. Um, uh, blacksmith, which is Larry, mm-hmm. he would come down, we would see them, and he was a good friend of the family. So, nice. I mean, a funny thing about some of the Hamtramck shows, we had local cop get in the ring before and wrestle. Right. <laughs> we had the mayor get into the match. I mean, you know, that's the type of personalities that you had there. So yeah, we had the main number and the mayor was in the match. Yeah, How yeah, funny yeah. that was excellent. We had this local cop, uh, Randall, and he was, you know, he was jacked, you know what I mean? And uh, we were doing the match at the festival, and then the festivals would get crazy, you know, because people are drinking, there's just a sea of people in the main street, and they would plop the ring right in the middle of the street, and like, okay, guys, you're going to go out there and wrestle. Well, you know how that could turn out, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the local cop do the run-in one night that, during the match, he came <laughs> in, and it was the great, I mean, it was unreal. And that's just the type of people you have in that city that would do things like that. I remember during the Hamtramck Festival in 2003, we were doing a show, and in the main event, it was myself, Mad Irish Amen, and Zach Gowan oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. versus Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, yep. and, CK. and CK3. Yep. And my shot, I'm Albanian. Okay. And we're known to be a little nutty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, in Europe they always say the fighting Irish, right? And I love being Irish. Mm-hmm. And we're considered like the tough guys of Europe. Bro, Albanians, there's like a whole nother level. <laughs> There's like, here's the Irish. The Albanians are like right here. That's why I say March of the 300, give me 20 Albanians of my choice and Jason Neville and I'll watch us walk through the place. As Alex Shelley and Chris Saban and CK3 are, you know, beating me down the ring, I mean, security had to stop. <laughs> I, there were even old men. I saw 80-year-old Albanian men trying to get into the ring and it's try to like, beat these guys up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people were ready to rush into the ring. There was a riot ready to break out. I remember that show because that, I told that, it's, it's that Albanian pride. It's Dude, that Albanian I, pride. I'm telling you, I remember the show, and I remember I told Martin, I'm like, you know, I said, I got an idea. We're going to put flag holders on the ring. I'm going to break out the Irish Irish flag, which there's not a lot of Irish people in there in, in Hamtramck, but they still pop for it. Then I break out Old Glory, which they go crazy for. <laughs> but when the Albanian flag came out, it was like, whoa. It was just like nice. insanity, man. Because there's just all these Albanian people. You know, Martin, I'm truce in the ring. Sorry, I keep calling him by his name, but I know him by. But, like, literally, I was worried for the other guys because I'm thinking, like, oh, my God. You know, they're, they're about to get attacked any second here. This is, this is getting crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. I mean, it's just, but it's, that's the great thing about it. It's unpredictable. Right, that's the perfect way. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, you hit the nail on the head. And, and, and you'll never meet. You know, we got our St. Paddy's Day, and everybody's Irish on St. Paddy's Day. So in America, everybody is so introduced to Irish people. But I'm telling you, with Albanians, man, the pride levels at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, and, and, it's at a level I can't even begin to explain. I mean, you know? it's, it's just the vibe of Hamtramck the way it is. I mean, I mean, I mean, 
picture this. <laughs> picture this. <laughs> this is what it was like growing up in Hamtramck. Dude, tell the story about the guy with the gun on the, the street. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> there, tell, you want to tell about craziness? Tell about the gun. Now, here's a different one. Like, this one pops into my mind. Me and Eamon, we're 15 years old. What do we do at 15 years old in Hamtramck? We bar hop. We're going to bar to bar. We're drinking. I was hanging out with this girl. She was 23. I thought I was the coolest dude in the world. I'm 15. She's 23. And as we're leaving the bar, you know, Amy gets a little worked up, as he always does. And you know the light posts, Whiskey. guys? I'm <laughs> yeah. not talking about the metal big ones, but, but the short black light posts that you see. He used to run full force and tackle them and knock them down. Wow. I mean, it's 2.30 a.m. Walker and Hamtramck, and you see a trail of light posts being knocked down. I'm sorry, It just makes me think of, you know, how much the days have changed, the times have changed, yeah. you know. 15 years old, 15-year-olds are, like, playing their video games, yep. and here we are bar hopping bar and knocking hopping. down light posts. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, where else could you go at 15? You know, and you're in the bar hanging out all night. Oh, you're Tom, like my dad got wrestled. You're Tommy's kid? Come on in. It's no big deal. You know what I mean? And it, it was just a different way, man. It was, it was great. You know, I, I just, I think that's the biggest part of my life I miss. You know, right, being right. back in that, that environment and that era and that time was just a great thing. It sounds, I mean, you guys are just. You know, our, our listeners can't see you guys, but you're both smiling ear to ear, talking about you know, growing up in Hamtramck and telling these stories. I mean, the, the, the things we can that, just but, see it on your guys' faces. The, the things that normal people would find absolutely, uh, what would we say, crazy? Right. To us, right. it would be normal. It would be. It was normal to us. Like the bravery factor, like the scare, the factor of not being scared or not being frightened by anything, it was just ingrained in all of us. And it just it, it keeps going like that. It's funny because I, I never understood, and I still don't understand to this day, but like, me, like, I, I used to be a guy that, you know, my, my hobby was women. All the time. Isn't that all of us? You know, I used to like to hang out with women, but and I always used to get confused because every time I used to say, well, I live in Hamtramck, they would get scared. Like, I'm not coming to Hamtramck. And I used to think Hamtramck's the most safest place in the world. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, oh. but, but, yeah, I really don't know why it had that reputation. Like... For me, every time I'm driving, even if I'm going right down 75, as soon I as I stop, see, as soon as I see exit number 55, Five, yeah. it feels like I can breathe easier yeah. again because, like, 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 like that's my home. Hamtramck is my home, and man, like, you know, I'm so happy sitting here talking to you guys about this because on March 22nd, it's like a reunion that's about to happen, and you're gonna see a lot of great guys on there too. I mean, you're gonna see Kevin Calloway. You're going to see El Ridiculoso. You're going to see Mayor Freedom Ramsey. You're going to see the mysterious Mavado, Isaiah Broner, uh, Gracefully Chosen, and all these guys. And I'm so proud to say this. These, these are all House of Truth Wrestling School graduates. And uh, it's going to be a big night for me. And I'm sure it's going to be a big night for Eamon, too. I'm looking so forward to it, guys. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I just, you know, just to go out there in front of your own is just, 
Can't wait, man. Cannot wait. I just keep thinking about a day in, day out. Just plays over in my head like a movie. The whole thing. Even though, you know, you know what's going to happen. You just, it just keeps going and going and going. And that's what the motivation is. You know, that's what's keeping me motivated right now to do this. Because I'm 45 now, man. I've been through. I had a lot of injuries. And they weren't from wrestling. A lot of my injuries were from either powerlifting or something happened in the bar. <laughs> you know, it's, that's what it was, you know. So, it's, you know, I feel a lot of it. But, you know, it's not, you know. I want to get out there again. I have a lot of people that I grew up with that, you know, they instant message me or whatever you want to call it on the messenger on Facebook, you know, and they got kids now. And they're like, man, you know, can't you guys do one more, man? I want to bring my kids and let them see what, you know, we used to see and stuff. So to me, that's motivational. You know, I really, I really want to, when I went to Martin, I said, you know, there's other cities we could do it in and get things going, but there's no place like home ever. Even if it's changed, you know, even if people have moved on, everybody always comes back home. And that's what it's all about. So we're going to start anywhere. We're going to start right back to where we grew up. And that's that's awesome to have that feeling of home and doing something in your home. There's nothing like being home, putting on the show, and the people that there, the people that's there, like, hey, you know, thank you guys for doing this. We really appreciate it. Bringing this back to us. Thank you for that. And, and I'm quite sure they are just as excited as you guys are for this. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know, what I'm, the things I'm seeing, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got the feeling, got the buzz. And, uh, you know, it just, like with me and Martin, we've been together around each other since we were probably about what age? <laughs> what, age is, what, what, what age? Like 11? I mean, like me and Martin are real. Oh, wow. Me and Martin are like real brothers. Like I have brothers, but Martin's like my brother. It's like we've hated each other, we loved each other, we always would help each other. That's just a thing. You know what I mean? You help brothers go through that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always felt that, like, no matter what, you know, if you have years apart, but when you're brothers, you always, you're right back together. And when it comes to wrestling, anytime I do something with wrestling, if he's not involved, I won't do it. It's not there. It doesn't feel normal to me. You know, if I don't have Martin there with me doing this, I mean, truth, it doesn't feel normal to me, you know? Sorry about that. I call by his <laughs> no, real that, name, you no, know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, without him there, it's like, and that goes back to growing up in Hamtramck. It's that connection. Well, come March 22nd, Pro Wrestling Edge is going to be there to support you guys. I appreciate it. Awesome. Um, appreciate You've definitely got us excited hearing the stories about Hamtramck. And just <laughs> we can tell you a couple more if you want a couple good ones. We, uh, <laughs> <There's some> uh, <laughs> we just see the happiness on your guys' faces yeah. and, and going home and, and, and doing this. Um, so Sunday, March 22nd um, at 2054 Kniff Street, Hamtramck, Michigan at the Composite Hall. You know why I picked that date? Why did you pick that date? Because March 22nd is my birthday, and that's the best present I can get. Nice. Yes. To go home and wrestle in front of my own people. You, that's the best per- birthday present I could ever get, and that's exactly why I picked that date. You know, it's going to be a special day. Absolutely. <laughs> and oh, and by the way, all you fellows that are listening... Heidi Katrina will be there too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good old Heidi. Yeah. She is a <laughs> my, my my British nemesis. <laughs> she is a favorite in Michigan Independent Wrestling yes, right. for sure. Right. right. Yep. So, uh, tell us a little bit about you know, like, like I said, it's Sunday, March twenty second. Um, doors open at five o'clock. Five o'clock. Bell, Bell time, time six, 6 p.m. Yes, sir. 
And um, and we will be on time. <laughs> you know what? Um, that's improved in, in, um, in uh, Michigan Independent Wrestling. That is an absolute goal of mine to be on time. <laughs> so we're talking $12 adults. Right, right. Uh, $12 adults, kids 12 and under, only $5. We also got a uh, family four-pack, uh, $30, that includes two adults and two kids. And again, that's two adults and two kids, truly a family four-pack. Right, yes. right, right. I mean, yes. and, and that's what it's about. It's about family. You know, everyone that listens to Pro Wrestling Edge knows... Um, how much you mean to me you know you ring of honor i I was watching it back when ring of honor was at the height and the things that you did at ring of honor um the stories you told um the people that you surrounded yourself and you helped mentor me being here at your school and sitting down and talking with you is, and I can't say this enough to you, is an absolute honor to be here. Absolutely. And hearing the stories from Matt Irish Heyman about the fun times the two of you had in Hamtramck <laughs> is, is getting me personally excited to see you guys in your home environment. And I'm just so excited to be able to come to this show and see all the talent that you've you've helped mentor and train along the way, and um, our listeners know that. One, I don't want to say it's a prerequisite, but I would say, what would you say, Bernard? Eighty-five, ninety percent of our guests were trained by Mr. Truth Martini. Absolutely, and we've oh, had. A lot of guests on. And, well, let's be honest. And House of Truth. Name a better trainer in America. You know, that's coming from me. I mean, let's get let's think out of the box. Name a better trainer that you know of in America than Truth Martin. You know, when we got here tonight, I took a picture of your door and I posted it on social media and I said, "Pro Wrestling Edge, just a Monday night hanging with Truth Martini at the best wrestling school around." I mean, he's so good as a trainer; he could train my eight-year-old son right now. So. We sat here tonight, and Bernard and I sat over in the corner, and and we watched Truth observe the students and observe the guys. And and I've said this before, how you invest in these students and you invest in their careers where the door's not closed when the 12 weeks is over. Correct. The door is always open in these guys that you really invest. And there was a, a gentleman here tonight that... Trained out of state, and he was here, and you took the time, you and Paul Bowser was here, and you took the time to give him advice and break things down to him, and you take so much pride and effort in training and mentoring. It's not just mentoring these people. T.J. Meyer was here tonight. We've interviewed T.J. Meyer. T.J. Meyer has got a year or so under his belt since he's graduated from, from, the, uh, from the program. Right, and right. We're huge fans of T.J. We see T.J. at a lot of the shows that we go to. And one thing that we hear about it is 
TJ definitely takes that opportunity that that door is not shut after those 12 weeks, and he's here. When we walk through the door, the first person we saw, Bernard goes, hey, there's TJ. I'm like, I'm not surprised. Right. He sat here. He had a match. You guys gave him critique and feedback, and you are invested in TJ Meyer, in his career, and where he can go. And we're going about to see a card on March 22nd, completely full of talent that you're investing your heart and soul in to get these guys out here. And then on top of that, you're getting to do this in your hometown. Right. Yep. In front of your family, whether they're blood or not, Hamtramck's your family. So... And I know I talk about truth all the time and, and everything, but just to see the pride he has, these guys that were here tonight, and being able to give back to not only the students, but now him and I are shaming are going to give back to the city of Hamtramck. Right, right. I mean, first thing first, you know, I want to humbly say thank you for those compliments in the beginning. Uh, what you said, uh, you know, it, 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 it comes from an honest place, though. It's I, I, I love professional wrestling, and and how you said the twelve weeks here—that's um, not where it ends. That's actually where it begins. When somebody signs up for the House of Truth Wrestling School, it's a lifetime membership. It's a life. People still come in 15 years later and still practice because it's needed. If you want to stay sharp, you want to be on top of things, you know. Uh, the school costs $2,000, and after the 12 weeks are up, you're guaranteed your first professional wrestling match. And I want to see these guys succeed. And they, they really start feeling like my children. I mean, for instance, like uh, MM3, you know, he calls me Pops. And it melts my heart every time. It does. It melts my heart every time. And I'm so happy when I see these guys go out and succeed and doing what they love. And, uh, and just to know that an entire show, City Championship Wrestling, and this is something that I want to do, and... Uh, and Believe me, we're going to do it again and again and again. And it's going to be strictly guys from the House of Truth Pro Wrestling School. Because I actually want to show the world on who comes out of the school. Because my name is on the line. You know, my, my trainer, Al Snow, always said, he says, when you produce somebody, just know that your name is attached to them. And sometimes training is rough. It is rough. But uh, like any, any business relationship, it's never one-sided. I want them to do good, not just for themselves, but it's because it's gonna, they can make me look good or bad. And I refuse, I refuse to make anybody make me look bad. But with that being said, that means I'm going to put my heart and soul and dedication into them when I'm training them. And that's why the House of Truth students come out very well polished after 12 weeks. Some people refer to what we do as, and I'm using this term loosely in quotations, media. We look at ourselves as wrestling fans 
who are spreading the word for Michigan independent wrestling. Absolutely. And some of the things that we hear out there is, you know, like I said, we've we've interviewed Gracefully Chosen, we've interviewed TJ Meyer, we've interviewed Tanner Nix, um, we interviewed Dorian. Um, actually, next week we're interviewing Electric Ely. Nice. All guys that have come from the House of Truth, but when we're out there at these shows and, and people are talking to us and, and wrestlers' names get brought up, what's one of the first questions that, that they asked us? Was he trained by Truth Martini? <laughs> did he do it? Did they do it the right way? Was he trained or she trained by Truth, Truth Martini? Incredible. And that's not something we've heard once or twice. It's we hear this across the board. We try to hit as many shows as possible. I've talked to you at so many different shows. Congratulations on the House of Truth taking down Mike Blackwell in Studio 86 at BCWA's Outlawed. And I talk to you at all these shows, and, and, and that's the one thing we say when people are seeing these guys, and especially the younger guys that are getting their opportunity, breaking into the business. We sit there and we hear people say, I wonder if he was trained by truth. Hmm. Well, so it's not just us. Yeah, no, thank you for that, and thank you for congratulating us on that victory. I mean, let's face it, uh, the best men came out on top, right? Absolutely. And, uh, and my favorite part of that was I've never been able to see you wrestle live. And you made yourself the fourth member and, and I gotta of say, House of Truth. When he said that, when he said the fourth member will be here, and I know he may be a little late, but he's always on time. That was my favorite line. I said, oh, that is awesome. And my son said, Dad, who was he talking about? I said, just wait. You'll see. I mean, like the old saying goes, when you want something done, you got to do it yourself, right? So, uh, yeah, that night we took care of uh, Blackwell and uh, Mavado. You know, I got the pin on Mavado, so... Uh, uh, there was definitely uh, we accomplished something that night, and who I had on my side were House of Truth guys. So as much as they depend on me, I depend on them too. So that was a great night, and there's plenty more to come. You know, BCWA is a great place. XICW, that's like my home. XICW is a great place to work. There's all there's there's so many companies around here in Michigan and I mean to be honest it's only it's not it hasn't even been three months since I've been back because since 2016 I took time off I went ahead and got married and had a couple literally a couple of children and uh just the past three months I was like you know what I miss I mean sure I'm always here training Monday through Thursday but I miss the fans. I miss the feel. I miss the shows. I miss the energy that's there. And I haven't been as happy as I've been in a long time these past three months. I mean, Truth Martini's back, back. Back, back, back. <laughs> I'm back. And you are the mega, mega... <laughs> The TV super duper King Kong mega mega managerial <laughs> sensation and 
life intervention expert, yours truly, Truth Martini. I love that. And there's another show that we want to talk about. Right, right. Uh, coming up, Pro Wrestling All-Stars of Detroit, which is another great, great company. Friday, February 28th. Uh, the reason this one is going to be a little different because they're calling it Hot Friday, H-O-T Friday, because it's hosted by who? It's hosted by yours truly, Truth Martini. And every time I host a wrestling show, I flip it upside down. It turns into Bizarre World. Kind of like, uh, I don't know if you guys were familiar in Ring of Honor. We had a show called A Night of Hoopla. I am. I am very much. <laughs> and it's not going to be your average show. You're going to see things that are going to blow your mind because they're coming from uh, the mind of a wizard. I'm not trying to put myself over too much, but uh, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. Uh, you're going to see great wrestlers, but you're going to feel like you stepped right into the Twilight Zone that night. <laughs> Again, Mad Iyer Shaman, Truth Martini. This was an honor and a privilege of Pro Wrestling Edge to sit down with you and talk to you guys about city championship wrestling and Hamtramck and your stories and, and uh, the joy we see on your guys' face and being able to watch you mentor and put your heart and soul to not only the House of Truth Wrestling School but your students. I want to thank you, Matt Irshaman. I want to thank you thank for you. allowing us to do this. Uh, oh, it's great to be on here. Definitely. It was our pleasure. And again, uh, you know, anybody out there, if they're, you know, wanting to get into the professional wrestling business the right way, the right way, uh, simply hotwrestlingschool.com. Hotwrestlingschool.com. Don't be afraid to message me. You can also find me on Facebook, Truth Martini. You can find me at Twitter at, at Truth Martini. Go ahead and shoot me a message. Let me know what your ideas are. Let, let, let me know what you want to do in the wrestling business. Uh, the next class, the next 12 weeks uh, course starts April 6th. And uh, I only take 10 students maximum. I do that because I want us, I like to have individual attention on each student. And any more than 10, it would just be too much of a cluster going on. I mean, I mean, like I, I end up turning money away, but that's because of the pride and the honor I have in teaching these guys correctly. Again, thank you guys for allowing us to come to your school. We really appreciate it. Sitting down and discussing Hamtramck with awesome. you guys. Awesome. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Bernard, is there anything? We've, we've had a great night here at the House of Truth mm -hmm. Wrestling School and sitting down here. Is there anything left that you want to talk about or do you have any last words? Well, I guess the only thing to sum this up for tonight is uh, those famous two words. We out. <laughs>